Hey, 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 hey. Greetings to the world. Hope everybody's doing good out there. I'm still Cam, and this is still the Real Resilience Talk podcast. Coming to you live on my side, but this is going to be recording on your side from the East Coast, getting all up in your front Virginia. Yes, um, in my home state, uh, the state that I represent, where I'm from, the Old Dominion. Yes. Um, just want to get into a few things, a few reiteration of items, and just to express a few things. Uh, it's Saturday morning here. We got a tropical storm hitting, so uh, you know, it just had me thinking about them storms in life and how they come through. And just want to share a little bit of my insight on that, and just a few updates. And um, always just want everybody to understand that this is just me talking as me, Cam. Uh, this is no reflection of any official organization or the DOD or the United States Marine Corps or any of the branches of service or the United States government or anything like that. This is just me, a citizen, a protector of the Constitution, expressing my opinion and my views on things from where I stand. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be the right way or the best way or anything like that. It's just my way of thinking about things, and hopefully I can impart something that will help you out, and hopefully you can say something back to me to help me out. But that's what it's all about is helping out each other. And I want to just lead with... Look, it's okay not to be okay all the time, man. None of us really are, and, and I want to get into that today. But what's not okay is to ignore what's going on with you or what's went on with you in your life. Ignore it to the point to where it puts you in a bad mental mind space to where you make irrational, not-so-good decisions for you and for those around you. So I'm going to get into some of that today. Um, and as I always say, if y'all want to hit me up, Hey, Coach Cam Japan at gmail.com. I'm Coach Cam Campbell on Facebook, on Twitter. Now I'm on X or Twitter or whatever we're calling it now. Uh, I got it on Instagram as well. So uh, if ever I can be of help or if you want to be a guest or you got a perspective or you just say, Cam, you crazy, I'll say, yeah, you're right. Tell me why. You think I'm crazy. I'll tell you some reasons why I think I'm crazy too. So uh, just, just a reciprocal type, steel sharp and steel, as we like to say in my line of work, steel sharp and steel, like it or not, we're all we got type approach to things. Uh, you might hear some bad words on here. Because I support, defend, and I definitely going to represent my First Amendment, our First Amendment. So you might hear some bad words. I hope you hear some good words. So I'm going to go ahead and let this song play a little bit more so you can hear it in your car, wherever you're riding at. Because this is Monchichi Rex. My man, happy birthday to you, Big Uncle Rex. Good track right here called Second Wins. All right, so getting into it right off the top. It's 10:15 a.m. on a Saturday, and I'm looking at the wind outside, and it made me think. Um, and I know everyone has their own beliefs, so I'm not trying to preach or learn new or proselytize. Yeah, but I often heard uh, at one point somebody has said that God, universe, you know, love, the things that control the bigger things that go on in this world. I do feel like there's something. I don't always feel like it's at fault either for the way things are. So I'm not getting into all of that, but I'm gonna say. That when I see the wind blowing in these trees, somebody told me the metaphor that that God or that power, that that thing bigger than us, is is similar to when we see the trees moving, right? You can't see the wind; you just see what it pushes, whether it be the trees or the debris, right? And talking about trees and debris, I mean, think about something you don't see every day. Those those tornadoes just today in China, right? So you just don't know where the storms are going to come from. Uh, we just don't. But I, I start there because. I just heard something from somebody who's always motivated me a whole lot. And y'all have heard me define resilience because that's what I try to talk about on here a lot is resilience. Um, and a lot of times, I'll be honest, like I'm not an expert. I just know my life and I'm not trying to say I know the right ways or whatever like that. But it's something I think that we should be thinking about a lot, like resilience. How do we weather the storms? How do we endure it? Um, in the words of General Nella from a few years ago when he had put out the mental wellness letter, you know, he said, 
basically we're all broken in our own way and it's okay not to be okay that's okay right but what's not okay is to uh, dismiss it to stifle it to suppress it to the point to where you're not able to make sound decisions and you might take an irreversible action that you can't take back i'm paraphrasing but to that effect is what the gentleman said and it's very keen words and it's, it's wise words from a wise man who's seen it and um has lived it and you talk about a warrior's warrior i mean decorated look him up general neller i mean great man right great servant great protector of our constitution but the the point he was trying to drive home there was that you know we're all broken and he also says in there we don't never get over it we never get over it and everybody i, I said this two weeks ago when i got to speak i had the privilege to speak in front of a group of people and talked about that we never really get over it right and i just listened to sylvester stallone talk uh, a second ago on this little reel that came up in my feed and you know say what you want about social media i think it's like any other tool right you know technically guns defend freedom technically guns protect us from bad people but technically also guns can hurt people and same can be said for many other things i.e social media i will say that what you get is what you give um i i've i've been opposed to using social media for years um it wasn't until I was stationed in Japan and I needed to use it as a platform for outreach, right, that I actually made accounts and I actually started using it and things like that. And some people probably think I use it too much. And so arguably so I try to set the time limits and stuff. But I'm, it's it's a it's an opportunity to share good things, positive things. And I have seen that with the algorithms that if you share and feed into positive things, what feeds into your uh, realm of your feed is going to be positive things most of the time. Right. And if I see something, I just tell it, dismiss it. And Facebook and all that stuff listens, and it doesn't show me it again. So I don't want anything divisive, right? I don't want it uninformed or misled or anything, but I also don't want to have anything divisive, just hateful, just not good feelings, right? Gossipy type stuff. I don't want that, right? So anyway, in my feed today, um, y'all heard me describe resilience uh, on here. I, I always talk about the Stallone and Rocky Balboa is the name of the movie, but it's Rocky Six, really. Um, he's in in the street, and he's talking to his son, and he and he talks about. You know, it ain't about all you get, it's about all you can get and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And it goes on and on and on, right? And it's it's just but that's that's it. It's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, right? And I was just looking at an excerpt from an interview with him, um, and he was speaking and he and they asked him, they said, you know, what's the biggest thing you've had to overcome in your life? And he said, Well, I never I never ever overcame it. You know, I've learned how to deal with it. And I, I love that he said that. I was like, where's he going with this, right? He had the whole misdirection, like they're teaching comedy. And uh, he said, I've learned how to deal with it. I've learned how to, like, embrace it and work through it, right? And and that, it just it immediately reminded me of reading General Neller's letter on mental wellness, the message to the force a few years ago, mental wellness, a white letter that had come out in 2019. If you want to look it up, you can Google it. You'll find it. It's called mental wellness. Uh, but in there, he, he says that, uh, like we're all broken in our own way. We don't get over it, but the goal is to not be disabled by it, to be able to cope with it, to be able to endure it, and to not be able to get to a point to where you make an irreversible decision. And I say that because I've been there, right? And that's why I try to do this messaging because I know somebody out there is hurting right now and you have an it, right? We had an it to come up uh, anniversary of 9-11, you know, last week. And, and that's a big it for a lot of people. You never get over it. You know, I've lost people. Y'all have heard me on here talk about loved ones I've lost and friends and family and through murders and, and accidents and just, you know, death by suicide, right? We don't want to say commit suicide. That's not to clean up and do PC talk, but it's to destigmatize somebody saying they committed suicide, right? Because when you commit, it means you did something and it, has, it carries a connotation like you did something wrong, right? 
nobody ever says you you committed an award right nobody ever says you you committed honor roll like we don't say that we say you committed a crime you committed something bad so it just carries a certain context so we're trying to say death by suicide instead of saying commit suicide and i see people all the time but we want to try to you know words mean things i've been told that many a time especially in a lot of work i do and shit i say off color and maybe abrasive or obnoxious or whatever, a professional cap. Uh, you're, you're, where's B things, cap? I've heard that shit in so many way, different ways. So it's the same with this, right? Death by suicide. And I've, I've had those, I've, I've had that happen. And I don't want to get over it in the sense of like dismissing or forgetting it, right? Like I don't want to get over it in the sense of that never happened or disregarding it because then people still hold places in my heart and they forever will. And it reminds me of like the song Eminem had come out with called Beautiful Pain. Like that's that's the pain that came to me when I had lost my older brother and he had passed away. Like it's a pain, yes, for sure. But when you when you think about it, it's a beautiful pain. And I never thought about it like that until afterwards. Right. And that it is a beautiful pain because I still feel that pain. You get maybe used to it. You learn how to deal with it. You learn how to endure. But. I don't ever want to get over it in the sense of forgetting about it, right? I don't ever want to get over or forget about what happened on 9-11 or the lives lost, right? Like, just people going to work, you know? Um, they're in too pertaining, right, and, and, and applicable. But I love that Stallone had said that in in that interview because he said, I still struggle with these things. He, what did he say? He said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you know, you go to a psychiatrist to teach you how to handle things, right? How to handle, how to, how to work through things. So I think all of us, and we're talking about resilience. We all have some shit in our yesterday. We all have a mess. And if we don't, we will. And whatever we already have, we're going to have more of it. But we have to learn how to endure it, how to work through it, how to see the trees moving, how to see the action, see the wind blowing, see the things occurring in our lives, and still be able to move forward, right? There's a there's an image I saw uh, the other day. I was doing some research on the uh, Combat Operational Stress Control Program. And on one of the many PowerPoints I found on it, Somebody had the image of, I'll try to share it, like a Google image in the, so you can just click the link in the show notes and, and go to it. But it's a tower, so it's a uh, like a light tower in the beach, and around it is a storm, and you see it just hitting from all different angles. And inside of the light tower, the watchtower, whatever you want to call it, there's a gentleman, or a human, I see, uh, I interpret it as a gentleman, but who knows, right? Who knows? It was a human being standing on the side against the storm and they were just standing there right and it, it, the picture just depicts like all this shit is going on around us all the time storms and everything like that but he was just still they they were just still in that moment right and that's that's how we have to be not being sociopaths and not having no feelings or being i hate it when they describe stoic and they say stoic as in like you're a robot or you're a mannequin or anything like that because that's not what stoicism is. And I'm not trying to take any thunder away from Ryan Holiday or any of the great, um, you know, authors out there that are talking about these kind of things. But um, it's being able to focus on what you can control and being able to weather storms. That's it. That's it. You know, I mean, that's what Epictetus said. Famous, famous stoic philosopher. He didn't say be a robot. He didn't say. I can not have a personality. He didn't say, like, just tune off and turn off from the world. No, live in the world. Embrace the world. Be thankful for the world that you have. But just know that, and I'm reading it right now, happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control and some things are not. So I, I share that today because I know somebody out there is dealing with something, um, and you might not have checked it yet, or you might be like, oh, I'm going to get through it. I'll, I'll figure it out. And that's a good attitude. That is a good attitude. But if it is starting to affect like who you are and how you operate, you know, there's help out there. 
there there is help out there um there's that 988 number now that we have made i mean just like 911 or 411 back in the day you know you call emergency confirmation or whatever like that um you can print call somebody star six seven you know you don't call them back star six nine okay i'm i'm I'm, I'm digressing now and telling my age but 988 you can call and talk to someone automatically right there maybe in that moment right because it's it's um it's in that moment of friction right and and that's where we see a lot of gunplay when it comes to death by suicide and, and murder and things and that's not to blame guns it's just it'll get shit done faster and it'll make you do something more rational faster right there's a, obviously people can hurt people and hurt themselves in a million different ways right i'm not trying to advocate against or for any particular one but the more barriers that we can put up in between us and that thing that means that lethal means right um it can help there's a training called calm um uh, now i'm sounding stupid because it's uh access to lethal means um i'm gonna look up the acronym right now but i was talking to a, f- a very very good leader um i'm just gonna call her captain sierra right i'm just gonna call her captain sierra but she's amazing she's a psychiatrist and and she was talking about uh many a cool things one of the things was one love oh my god if y'all never heard of one love look up that training it's, it's made in honor of the young lady that was uh that w- that we lost it, through a relationship violence and turmoil um from uva and and uh it, it you know there's just too many people getting hurt by hurt people in relationships and some of it's just you know due to ignorance and stuff so one love training was one that she had she had put me on to and she helped me understand but then she also told me about a resource yesterday i'm actually gonna pull up my email because i'm gonna try to do this training but it's called calm training right um, and it's through the zero zero suicide training dot edc dot org, right? I'll try to share this in the in the uh, show notes as well. But calm is uh, hey acronym got you with another acronym, right? Um, calm is a it's access to lethal means, and the C in it is counseling on access to lethal means. Counseling on access to lethal means. So point being there is that look, if you're dealing with a whole lot of shit right now, right, like. And you know you're you or someone you love is going through a lot of shit maybe access to a weapon uh may not be the best idea and i'm not trying to take anybody's second amendment or anybody's right to bear arms or, or protect themselves that's not what i'm getting at i'm just saying that if you or someone you know is dealing with a lot of shit it might be you know part of the being there for them and being supportive might be like hey do you want me to take that off your hands for a little bit right um and the same goes with with alcohol or or too many substances right i've talked to you about that resilience article uh from the apa and it talked about, you know, you're, you're tempted to use numbing means to get through your thing, your situation, your shit you're dealing with. But you don't really grow through that. And at the same time, you never really deal with it. Right. You never really learn how to move through f- with it. You never really had know how to have that pain be a beautiful pain to where you grow from it. Right. Um, and, and and you're kind of robbing yourself of a lesson that can make you better. And that's easy to say because I'm saying that. And I don't know your trauma and I don't know your pain. So I'm not judging you because I've done it as well. I'm just saying that in rational thought, right, if we can if we can take the emotions from the side right quick and we can think about it in that counseling on access to lethal means. I, I would also say that calm is to calm the moment. Right. The acronym, but also to to distract in that moment and maybe say that. I don't need to be near a gun right now. I don't need to be near anything that can hurt me right now or potentially in a certain mood may maybe make a quick decision. Right. And same can be said for having access to whether it's medications that will hurt you or if, like I said, substances that where you're like, oh, I'm just going to make myself feel better. Right. Well, here's the thing. 
you start having unfiltered thoughts and erratic decisions. And the same thing that stress causes. So you're already in a stressful situation, been dealing with something for a whole long time, and you're not making, you know, you're not rationally thinking, right? Then you throw a substance on top of that, and then now we wonder why there's so much contributing factors, right? Um, and we talk about the relationships too, and I want to tie that into because one of the main causes I find when it comes to death by suicide or just problems in general are due to relationship problems, right? And that same Captain Sierra I was talking to her recently said some very smart words. She said that, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, there should be three types of relationships going on. The relationship with you, the relationship with that person, and then the person with the relationship with themselves, right? And there's y'all together. There's the y'all, y'all together, the, the middle one I mentioned. Too often, we identify our whole selves with the relationship that we're in. And that's not to say that you shouldn't love someone or share your life with them. But when you're just this person's that, or your whole identity and everything about you is wrapped up in that one person, and that person, it doesn't work out, or you feel differently, or whatever, there's going to be a grieving period anyway because you just lost a, you know, a loved one in your mind. Our brain doesn't know the difference between death and, and a breakup. They just don't. So it's the same kind of mourning, grieving feeling of pain, right? You might recover from it differently, but you get what I'm saying there. Our brains aren't smart enough to know, but our hearts. I'm sorry. Our brains may identify, but our hearts don't know the difference, right? So we feel that pain. In that moment of that pain, people can be tempted to make permanent decisions over temporary problems, i.e., that temporary breakup, that temporary you're not with that person anymore feels like a permanent sentence to your whole life that now you will never have happiness or joy or anything like that again. But here's the thing, again, I say I bring it up from Epictetus, talking about real stoicism, real stoic, is that happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of some things are within our control and some things are not. So technically in that position, as in, as you know, good intention as you are, as well intentioned as you may be, as good of a heart as you may have, you are technically letting something outside of you, which is another person, control you, right? Or the status of that relationship control you. So one of the main problems and what leads to death by suicide, and it's, they call it the tragic trifecta, and um, uh, somebody, I, I, I am a mentor of mine, uh, two of them, two of these nice, awesome people, awesome humans, Dr. Brady, Dr. Sandy, love y'all. Um, the, the trifecta, the tragic trifecta is, is the relationships, substance, and access to lethal means. So... What I'm trying to say is that bad shit's going to happen to all of us. Tropical storms are going to hit. Things are going to happen. But we need to learn to work through them, and we need to focus on what we can control, right? And just like Stallone said, right, sometimes it might just be a matter of learning how to handle it. And that's where you go when you seek help, right? Um, but not having your identity so wrapped up in, into a relationship. Or if something does fall apart, I understand that. That, that sucks. That hurts. It fucking sucks. It hurts. It fucking sucks. It just hurts. It just sucks. But it will pass, right? It will pass. Don't make a permanent decision over temporary circumstances. We have to learn how to deal with it, how to cope with it, how to move forward with it. And honestly, I don't know why 9-11s happen. I don't know why babies die. I don't know why stressors happen to people. I don't know why the fuck people got to hurt people so much. Why the fuck men and women and, and humans in general have to rape each other and steal each other and hurt each other in those intimate ways that are so hurtful. I don't know why. And it's not right. But all we can do is all we can do. And all we can do sometimes is keep moving forward, right? And try to work it out. And I'm not trying to preach at you. I'm just trying to say that maybe, 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 maybe a silver lining in your trauma, in your pain, in your shame, in your problems, in your things that you've went through is so that you can use it as a superpower to help someone else one day. I know that sounds corny. Somebody goes, man, get the fuck out of here. Okay, I hear you. Okay, I got you. 
But that type of thinking isn't going to get us nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Try a different way of framing it. Try a different way of thinking about it. Try to use what you're now experienced in, unfortunately, and use it as an advantage to be able to go and help someone else, to be able to handle it, to learn, to live with it, to learn to take it and grow with it and to sow it into somebody else. There's a concept called Kintsugi, K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. I had to think about that shit real hard, but Kintsugi is a Japanese concept, and it's when they make pottery and such, such things like that, and if it breaks, they'll still pick up the pieces and they mint it together with like gold, right? And it becomes its own beautiful art form. And if you think about it, all of us are just walking around pieces of Kintsugi, but the beauty of some people and the beauty of what makes you who you are are the hard times you know it's not like you introduce yourself and say hi i'm a victim of no 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 we're not saying that but the wherewithal the resilience the character you have the dignity you have the self-respect you have the courage you have the 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 morals the values to keep pushing forward to be like this little thing isn't no stress right here you know i often say to people uh you know, hey, it's a beautiful day. And they're like, well, just another day. And I, I'll say this. I'll say, hey, man, the sun's shining. Nobody's shooting at us. Like, that's a fucking baseline of a decent day, you know. And I heard somebody crazy recently say, well, that sounds like a boring day. And I'm like, well, hey, have your own, bro, ma'am, sir, whoever you are. Uh, I don't want people shooting at me. I'd like it to be a sunny day. But when those times come, I'm going to be ready for them, right? And it's it's similar to what Epictetus also said is what I want to say is each hardship comes. Because they're coming. It's not an if but when. I was practicing for this. I was training for this. And how can you practice for that? I, I don't know. I, I like to uh, think of what Joe Rogan said. I heard him say about struggle and that humans damn near need struggle. And if we don't have struggle, we'll create it ourselves with gossip, with relationship issues, with, you know, scandals, with shitty stuff, with watching bad things, with feeding your brain with bad things and things like that. You can, he even says this, and I've listened to it so many times, but he said, you can create your own struggle. Right. And it could be in the form of exercise or it could be what I'm about to start doing right now is working on this comedy course I'm doing for stand up. Uh, thank you to ASAP Armed Services Arts Program they, Partnership, Arts Pro Partnership, ASAP. They're in D.C. They're in Hampton Roads, Tidewater, where I'm from. They're in San Diego and they also have a uh, campus online and stuff like that. And they operate out in Indianapolis as well. So look into them because what we need is healthy outlets to make a struggle in another form and put our efforts and energy into that. It will make you better. If not, it'll just make my life more fun, right? But you you choose the struggle, right? And, and we used to run up the castle in, in Japan, and the thing was, somebody said, I didn't say this, I'm quoting them, as most things I do. I don't have any really good original thoughts, but I, I can regurgitate real good. <laughs> but the, the person that said we were going up the castle, we were running up the castle, right? And, and the rest of the day is downhill from here. Like, you know, so we created our own struggle in the morning. We earned the sunrise together. We did something challenging first thing in the morning, as Jocko talks about earning that sunrise, right? Um, that's another person look up to to uh, look up to as well and look into is Jocko Wilnick, right? But look up Connie Podesta as well. Look her up. Like we need struggle. We need things that are going to make us have to strive a little harder. And we create these things in our lives because I think they're right. I think human beings we're not evolved for these times, you know, to be so easy and so cush. Like I know we could sit here and look at the terror news networks and things and go, oh my God, the world's going to end, right? Or you could look at like some of the rates of like our population and our disease rates and infancy mortality and just go down the line man it's never been a better time for humans to live right because you can actually live to be past like 12 or 8 or not die as a baby and etc 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 right now the quality of your life now that depends on us that depends on us seeking out and reaching out and using the freedoms that we have to create struggles to create things that are healthy 
challenges in our lives, right? And then we get to grow our measure. It's just like anything else, right? You, you tear down a muscle, it gets stronger. So if you go through some shit, you're going to come out stronger. David Goggins talks about callousing your mind. Look that shit up if you ain't looked it up. Callous your mind. It's just like any other muscle. And I recently spoke about pull-ups and algebra. If you've done algebra before or if you've done pull-ups before, if you don't use that shit on a regular basis or memorize those formulas or continue to do pull-ups, you will lose them. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? And I've, I've said this as well. You can't get healthy off of one vitamin. You can't get, you know, healthy off of one night of good sleep. You definitely can't make your breath smell better by brushing your teeth one fucking time, which some of y'all think that shit. But no, you need to brush your teeth more times, maybe even floss because you still walk around that fucking cookout from three weeks ago in the back of your jawline. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, it stinks. It stinks. Right. Bad breath people. I mean, if there's a movement that we can all get ahead of bad breath, got to end it. But it's not going to end off just one little swig of mouthwash, one little cert, one little. Damn, I'm really dating myself. I said certs, y'all. Um, one little can of Altoids. Get the fuck out of here. You need to go brush your damn teeth and do some dental work, right? Same thing with us. Same thing with us, right? A breath mint's not going to fix funky mouth. Not all the time, right? And it's the same with, you know, pouring alcohol on something or pouring a substance on something or using sex or gambling or some other vice that's not healthy for you as an outlet to escape the pain that you're enduring. Nah, man, you can't put Band-Aids and breath mints on some shit that requires surgeries and root canals. You feel what I'm saying? That's a metaphor right there. So day by day, bit by bit, brick by brick, like Will Smith talk about, it adds up, right? So again, I'm not trying to proselytize. I'm not trying to preach or anything like that. But when you see them trees moving, something's moving that, right? There's a force. There's an energy. There's a, there's a power that's bigger than us that's moving things, right? And you can move with it or you can try to resist it. Or you can find ways to endure it, how to deal with it, how to not be disabled by it, and how to be made better by it. But here's another thing right here, man. And I want to leave y'all with this, and I try to always hit this one right here. Dr. Victor Frankel survived multiple concentration camps. Lost his whole fucking family, y'all. Read that book, A Man's Search for Meaning. I'm going to tell you right now, man. Like, he had to take it out of Europe, out of Vienna, where he was at to get out, to go through there and come to the United States and escape it all. But he stayed with his family and the Nazis came and so on the story goes. But his whole family, including his pregnant wife, was murdered by the Nazis. I'm going to just tell you something he said. For success, like happiness. We all want to be happy. I just want to be successful. I just want to be happy. I just want to be successful. Well, here, listen to this. He said this, not me. For happiness, for success, like happiness, cannot be pursued. It can't be the direct target. For success like happiness cannot be pursued. It must ensue, and it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. So it's dedication to others, right? Don't get it messed up. I'm not trying to say make that relationship with somebody else bigger, you know, the most important vital thing in your whole life because once that falls off, you'll fall off. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying dedication, going external and helping others, which is what I'm lying, I'm, I'm tying to. I'm trying to lie in the point. I'm trying to lie in it like a bed, right? I'm trying to lie in it like a field, right, of lessons, a field of lessons and blessings. And the fact that you that you lay in it, you embrace it, but you use it to help someone else, and you go external. And you could do that many ways. Look at where you're at. Look at where you're at. There's some shit fucked up around you right now. There are some people that need some fucking help. There are some kids that need some mentoring. There are some adults that need some mentoring. There's some people that need a fucking hug, right? Take care of them. Take care of them where you at. I promise you won't feel worse for it. I promise you, you won't feel worse for it. There's something about when you give, you receive. It sounds corny. It sounds cliche, but it's a fact of fucking life, 
right? So what he's saying right there is to go external and that you can't pursue these things directly, right? So there's something in your world. I don't know what that is, right? It may just go sign up and join the military. Just go, go, go join the Marine Corps. Come on, we need some good people, right? We need some good people to take care of us, right? And take care of our constitution protected. Go join a branch of service. Go serve. Go be exposed to other things. There's many forms of education. You could form it in a fucking school setting or whatever like that. You know, it's funny, too. I want to talk about that real quick. I'm not a recruiter, but I heard yesterday that there's a big stigma with the younger generation not wanting to join the military because they feel they're going to be uh, leave with mental issues and stuff like that and all this kind of stuff. Okay, there, there's cases where that may happen, but the going rate is no, right? And here's the thing. I, I've said this publicly before. They diagnosed me with PTSD based off my childhood, right? So... I was like, what? When I heard it from like experiences in combat and things like that. And I was like, I got shot at, got mortared, blah, blah, blah. But like nothing like talking about, like nothing crazy that I'd want to be like, hey, guess what I did, Call of Duty or nothing like that. No, and, and much respect to my friends and those brothers and sisters who have done that. I'm just not going to lie and say I've done all those things, right? But I've definitely, you know, had a few close calls and like, oh, shit, that was scary, right? Ball pucker kind of factor right there. But I'm not mentally fucked up because of that. I'm fucked up because of before shit, right? So... They helped me discover it through the care that I sought. I was able to understand and get to know myself a little bit better and to be able to see what was going on, right? And able to reveal things through using the naval medicine, like using it for real, not just like shoo-shooing it and like walking away. Like it took me a few times to really pursue it. And I felt like some people didn't give a fuck and all that kind of stuff. But that's human based. You're always going to have that, right? So you ice them. You do a customer survey. You fucking use the chain of command, complain on the fools, and then get to the help you need, right? Eventually got it. Eventually got diagnosed. But it wasn't in line with anything to do with now it wasn't to do with being an active duty service member right so i say that because there's there's, there's there's some stigma out there and there's some misconceptions i'm not saying that you're not going to go through hard times if you join no you should that's what we do it's for a cause bigger than fucking us right but don't just automatically say or label or stereotype that just because i go into the military or go into the marine corps i'm gonna come out all fucked up mentally that's not fucking true and that's not fucking fair and that's fucking prejudice and that's stereotypical to blame or to to misjudge us and to put that label on everybody no that's not the case. I'm saying to you after 20 years in this, right? It didn't fuck me up. I was already fucked up. It helped me. And I might have went through some bumps and bruises along the way, but I'm who I am because of it and because of how it helped me. And I understand more of myself now because there was the means to be able to do so. There's a lot of people walking around right now in the civilian world that cannot have access to certain care. They can't even find bad care because they have no insurance. They have no nothing, right? And I'm related to some of these people, so I understand the struggle, right? From from not being from knowing them and loving them and just being like, damn, man fuck if we could just get them with the help they need but sometimes the help's not there for them well if you're in the military the help's there the brandon act look that up that means we have to help you not only should we want to and most of us do but we have to right so if you're out there listening you go to your superiors e6 or above or officer or whatever and they're not helping you you need to raise your hand and say this ain't right right to be able to seek mental health care right look up brandon act god rest his soul and who that that is made in honor of but just don't believe the hype that you come in and you're going to automatically just be fucked up because that's bullshit. We're teaching tools. We're teaching resilience. But what we fail as service members, ourselves and us in leadership positions, is we don't continue to challenge ourselves. We don't continue to keep our tanks full in the sense of, like, challenge and inspiration and things like that. And sometimes you can get to feeling like a cog in the wheel. You can get to feeling like stagnant, like stagnant water, right? So you have to keep striving. You have to keep finding struggle. But that's the same Joe Rogan was saying. That shit, Right? I'm recording off all these other great people. Not all of them are military service members, right? I'm just saying, slight little plug, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am right now without 
the Department of Defense without the United States Marine Corps taking a chance on a kid with a GED and allowing me to come in. And I was not who I was. Who I am now is not who the fuck I was 20 years ago. So just know that. So it's a it's a bit by bit, brick by brick process. But don't compare your chapter one, your chapter three to somebody else's chapter 21, 25, 27. It's you versus you and me versus me every fucking day. And that's what I really want to get to is you owning your own shit. And that's where I started off with. If you're dealing with something, don't just suffice it. Don't just stomach it. You know, just push it down and try to put alcohol on it, put substances on it. Reach out for help, man. 988, people are there to help you. And for my service members and women in, in uniform, I appreciate you. I appreciate your sacrifices. But, man, this shit don't end once we take a uniform off or when we're out. <laughs> Inmates and us say, get out. It's some funny shit. But, look. Reach out for help. People want to help you. I gave you all my contact information in the beginning of this. If, if I could try to find a way, I'll try. to. I'll try. Right. I'm not saying I'm going to fix all your problems. That's going to a lot of times come down to us owning it. But there are people to help you handle it. Like Stallone has said about that psychiatrist. They just teach you how to handle it, how to work through it. Right. I know I'm beating a dead. I'm beating a dead horse, a dead drum, whatever you want to say. But shit don't just happen, man. It adds up bit by bit by bit by bit by brick by brick by brick with these little daily choices, these little daily interactions. They all fucking add up. Why not make good choices? Why not have good interactions? Why not do good things for yourself to get the best result at the end, which is self-actualization, which is actualizing yourself, which is living to the best of your potential. Not my potential, not LeBron James' potential, not Beyonce's potential, not Michelle Obama's potential or Oprah or anybody else, Teddy Roosevelt and anybody else, right? No, your fucking potential are you being your best self right now and we got to earn this shit every day and for my marines out there for my uh service members you got to earn that shit every day earning the title ain't nothing that's means something great i'm thankful for that but for real man you gotta earn that shit every fucking day ain't none of us ever fucking made it so what are you doing right now to make yourself better and to make those around you because there's a million causes around you all right don't look at the news for a cause you can go vote for that shit but everything else around you Politics and making a difference is all around you. It's local. It's local. So make a difference where you're at. But just know that you cannot pursue success and happiness by itself. I just want to be happy. Well, fucking join the club. No, motherfucker. No. For success, like happiness, cannot be pursued. It must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. There are resources out there, y'all. Remember, that's Dr. Victor Frankl, man, search for meaning. I talked about calm, right, which is counseling on access to lethal means. That's that's all. One love organization. Look up that shit because some of us don't even understand that we're loving people in the wrong way or that our ability or our learning from what we saw growing up is not good. You might know what normal looked like, but that don't mean that what right looked like, right? And we can always get a little bit better and to take care of those that we love and stuff like that. But take care of you. Take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. Give a shit. Somebody asked me recently, what's, what's the difference that can be made right now? And I said, give a, f I was in a meeting with a lot of important people, and I said, enthusiasm, enthusiasm. We need people to be enthusiastic about taking care of each other. But really what I want to say, give a fuck. Give a fuck about each other. Take care of each other. Because like it or not, y'all, we are all we got. And whatever pain you're going through, use that shit to sustain and to improve somebody else. I mean, fuck, you might as well do something good with it, right? And I promise you, you're probably more experienced and more keen to be able to help people in that certain type of way because you've been through it than somebody who just read a fucking book about it, right? And they have a server purpose too. And it takes all of us. It takes a village. But maybe you could take your pain and do something good with it. Again, 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 unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself. Come on, let's protect the Constitution together. Come on, let's go join. Let's go do something for others. Or as the byproduct of one surrender to a person other than oneself. 
they say often in combat people aren't dying or fighting for their country they ultimately yes that's the end state and that might be why they joined but more times than not people are jumping on grenades for the for the people next to them for the brothers and sisters right there all right so like it or not we all we got man blood makes you related love makes you family and I'll try to share some of those links in the show notes. You can click on a little podcast, and hopefully the notes will be there. You can copy and paste the URL if, it does, if it's not hyperlinked or hotlinked or whatever you want to call it. But, um, hey, thank you for listening. And, and hey, if you ever want to be a guest or you got ideas, hit me up. Hit me up. We'll talk to them. We'll express them. But uh, the whole goal here is to try to help somebody. Try to help somebody be better and try to help us be our best selves. Like Kevin O'Hara, HabitsV2.org, HabitsV2.com. Kevin O'Hara and S, y'all run an amazing service over there trying to help us be the best versions of ourselves as individuals, right? That's all we can do. I can't compare myself to Kevin O'Hare. He's a fucking, he's a motherfucking gangster. He's a man. He's got a cool beard. He got a fucking beautiful, he got, just walking the mountains and shit. I can't be him. But can I be a better Cam? Can I be a better me, right? Um, and that's, that's really what it boils down to. And trust me, I ain't perfect to this shit in no way. I fucking got stressed out yesterday after a few meetings, and I got short with uh, trying to teach one of my kids how to drive, and they was like, I'm pressing the pedal. They pressing the pedal. I was like, press the fucking pedal. Press the gas. You know, I made them cry. I, it, it, look, I'm not perfect. I'm not up here trying to say that at all. But are we trying to be better? Are we trying to be the best versions of ourselves? And afterwards, my wife told me, you better own that shit and say sorry. And I was like, I ain't owning it, but I'm sorry. But, you know, I eventually came to. And, and, but, you know, pride's a motherfucker, right? We've got to sometimes admit we're wrong, but we can't do nothing about the past. We can just try to do what Sam said. Sam Cook said, man, keep moving on. Now y'all like shit. He's singing. He got to go. All right. Much love to all of you, and I hope this is helping somebody. And uh, if you got ideas, you want to be a guest, man, hit me up anytime. All right. We're going we're gonna to tune out with some good old tunes from Monchichi Rex. Uncle Rex, happy birthday to you. We love you, man. We love you all our hearts, man. We miss you. Um, and, and like I always say, man, like it or not, we all we got. So take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And good or bad, just like the storm that's hitting right now. This too shall pass. Oh, did I tell y'all never monetize this podcast? Because we are sponsored by Nobody Baby. Uh. Healthy outlets. Find them. This too shall pass. Y'all should find him. That's me. Fine. Find me. I'm only here so I won't get fined. Nah, much love. Kill.